Yvonne McCoy is my guest on the Special Needs Parent podcast today. And she's bringing a message that's going to really light up your life for a long time to come. She's talking to us about the power of tuning into your legacy. There's a purpose why you are here, why I am here, why Yvonne is here. And we each don't have to even come close to doing what each other does. So she's going to help us to understand the legacy, or she's going to open the door for you to do the work, uncover what the legacy is that you want to leave in this life. And she's going to tell us one secret, one small change that we can make that will accelerate our productivity. Welcome, Yvonne. I am so excited to be here. And um, I hope that I can give some information that's going to be really helpful. Um, you know, parenting is is hard work. <laughs> and I think, you know, one of the jokes that people always tell is, you know, you have to get a license to get married. You have to get a license to drive a car. But nobody gives you any real training about how to be a parent. And um, I think that's so true. And I think that, um, you know, the other thing is that, you know, my my three kids are all adults now. They're anywhere from 35 to 50. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't stop. And so I think that's one of the reasons why thinking about your legacy is so important in terms of parenting, because it's not as if you're going to parent and then, you know, I mean, you do move into a different part of your life, but, but it goes on. And so I think the, the one thing that um, my husband and I have been married for 50 years. And the one thing that we decided very early was that we would put our relationship before our children, which sounds terrible, but I always felt like, if we had a good relationship, then we could be good parents. I had seen so many of my friends who put all their energy into their kids. And so they lost their, their husband, they lost their significant other, their, their friend. And so that was something that, that we always did. Now we didn't always do it right. Don't get me wrong, but it was a starting point. And I guess what I realize now is it isn't necessarily always the big things that create the legacy but sometimes it's the little things. But but the thing that I think is the most important is that you don't lose yourself, you know? And I think that's something that's really easy for women to do. I mean, we have a, um, you know, we're kind of brought up to nurture um, and to mm -hmm. be the caretaker and that kind of thing. And so we, we fall into that automatically. And mm -hmm. when we don't, we feel guilty. And I remember when I when I graduated from graduate school and I took a job that was going to require that I had a long daily commute. I was like, but I'm going to miss this and I'm not going to be able to do that. And I'm not going to be able to, you know, I mean, I just I had incredible guilt about it. Um, and, you know, somebody said, OK, but if you're happy with what you're doing, aren't you going to be a better parent when you spend the time that you do spend with your children? And I think that, you know, when you think about your legacy, what do you, you know, and, and the way that I put it is, what do I want to be remembered for? Because legacy is such a big word to get your head around, right? And it's mm -hmm. something that you can do daily. So if you get up every morning and go, what am I going to do today 
that is going to, you know, get me closer to what I want to be remembered for. So, um, you know, one of the things that came up recently was um, when I was growing up, my mother was difficult. Um, but the one thing she always did was she always made us Halloween costumes. I mean, really weird of all the things she could do. But she always I mean, she made us these really fancy Halloween costumes. I mean, one year she made me a geisha girl with a oh. Japanese friend of hers. And they actually made me a geisha outfit. And when I was in graduate school and it was time for my kids to go to their first Halloween party, I was like, I have an exam. I got this. I cannot do this. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the store. I'll buy a costume. And um, when I got there, it looked like a bag with a name on it. <laughs> and I was like, I can't put this on my kid. This is not a costume. This is, you know, just a mask with a name across the chest, right? <laughs> And um, and so I made them Halloween costumes. I mean, in the middle of fine, you know, midterms and stuff. And, um, you know, I made my daughter Wonder Woman and my son was Superman. And I made them, you know, his out of pajamas. And after that, I didn't have any trouble with them going to bed. Right. And so here we are. Fast forward, like, you know, 40 years. And my daughter said to me, Mom, that was one of the best things that you ever did. Wow. And and I think, you know, when I look back on it, that's part of the legacy. What I wish I had known then was, a, you know, I had made a different decision because I actually did it out of guilt. I was like, I can't, you know, I'll be a lesser mother. I wish that I had done it from a perspective of this is something that I want to do. This is a gift that I want to give my children. And yeah. I think I think that's part of what what the challenges in terms of putting your legacy together right yeah it sounds like that if the decision had been different then the, your life sparkles more right your life feels so much fuller and more joyful well and, and especially when you get to be you know you're doing it from a place of i want to do it i'm mm -hmm. i'm giving something to my children Yes. As opposed to I'm locked into these limiting beliefs of I'm a terrible mother if I don't do it. And I think that's part of um, I think I think that if you have a child with special needs, that there are more of those decisions that you have to make. Agreed. Right. And your time is more limited. And so the you know, you have to prioritize based on what's going on and and. And who gets, you know, what of your time and your effort. And I think that's probably the hardest part, because at some point you have to build in um, a support system so that you can say, I have to step away. I have to recharge myself. I have to work on the things that are important to me, mm. yeah. you know, and I think, you know, I have a client that has um, children with he has five children um, with special needs. And he they have managed to build a really great support network for themselves and so you know they every once in a while they sometimes they get away alone and sometimes they get away together you know probably not as much as they would like to but they know that that's important right so right? he must and be pretty then, skilled to be able to do it that's great yeah and 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 to shift like what you know and they make sure that they spend quality time with each child alone which I think is like, I mean, again, if I look back, I would say 
if I could do something different, that is probably what I would I would have liked to have done was that if I had spent more time with each child alone so that they felt special um, kind of thing. So I think, you know, no parent, is, no parent is perfect. Um, and as your kids grow up, they'll be, they'll be more than happy to tell you that. <laughs> uh, in <laughs> but, addition well, to you telling yourself that. Yeah. yeah. You know what, they'll, they'll tell you what you didn't do right. Um, but I think the other thing is that if you know that you did the best that you could with what you had, right, then I think that's all we can ever hope for. I mean, my my thing was always that as I learned something new, I would share it with my kids. So um, at one point, I, I learned about um, a pattern that was going on in my family. And I remember coming in and saying to my kids, I just learned this. Am I doing this to you? Huh. And they were like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that. We, we've got to change this, right? Yeah. So it's never too late to make a change. And I think that, you know, as a parent, you can't put yourself on a pedestal that, that you're perfect because you're just going to get knocked off. And it's a growing experience for everybody. And I think, you know, one of the things that I love so much is when I hear stories about, you know, you can do anything. Um, and it's funny. I mean, that sounds really weird, but it's funny when you say to a child, they say, I want to do this. And for a long time, my reaction would be, no, you can't do this. Right. And then at some point I was able to kind of turn that around and say, tell me, first of all, tell me more about what you're talking about. And then tell me how you think you can do this. Mm -hmm. Right. So that we can work it out together. So you're not automatically saying no. I mean, it's it sounds it's not necessarily on the same level. But at one point, my daughter decided she wanted a pony. Now, we live in the middle of the city. Right. <laughs> so my first reaction was like, <laughs> you know, no, no pony. So I'm like, tell me about this. She's like, I really want a pony and I really think I can take care of it. And, stuff like that. and I said, well, you know, how are you going to pay for this pony? And she was like, I don't know. I said, and you, you know, because it's not just the pony, you got to, you know, board it. Mm -mm. So um, at one point she had been doing some modeling when she was like a smaller child. Right. So she was like, maybe I could start modeling again to pay, to pay for this pony. And I was like, okay, let's, let's see what that looks like. Let's see if you can get some modeling gigs. And, and unfortunately she's definitely afraid of spiders. So the first modeling gig that came up was from the national, um, Academy of Science. And so the 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 modeling gig was that you had to hold a tarantula. Oh. <laughs> and so she was like, no. Right. <laughs> so so, but it was different than me saying, no, you can't have a pony. Yeah. Right. She was like, I'm not holding this spider. Forget the pony. I'm good. Right. <laughs> so learning how to um give your child a chance to spread their wings and to fail on their own terms because if you do something new and this is for adults too if you do something new there is a chance of failure okay and i know that when i was growing up my mother tried so hard to keep me from 
having bad experiences. I mean, I remember running for student council in ninth grade and my mother's like, I don't want you to run, you could lose. And I'm like, mom, there are five people running. I'm probably gonna lose, right? But mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, but, but you have to learn to be resilient. You have to succeed and you have to fail. Got it. And, you know, and I and 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 I'm sure that there are lots of challenges, additional challenges if you have special needs, but I think you have to let them experience as much life as they can for what it, you know, whatever it brings. Yeah. Yvonne, you know what comes to mind for me when we talk legacy, you said, you know, legacy is a big, a big word, and there's so much to unpack if we use that word. What are we leaving? When we, when we, at the end of our life, what are we leaving? How will people remember that we've been here? What impact have we made? Those things come up. Does legacy have to be big for me to feel that it's worthwhile? I don't think so. But, but I think the thing that's surprising is that I don't know that we ever truly know how much our legacy comes into play. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, my husband is from Florida and because of segregation, he was not allowed to go to a lot of the pools or the beaches and that kind of stuff. And so when I went down, after I married him and I went down, um, whenever we had family reunions, I taught all the nieces and the nephews how to be safe in the pool, okay? Mm -hmm. And fast forward, you know, and of course I taught all my kids to swim and, you know, and their kids to swim and stuff. And so um, about three years ago, my grandson was asked to be in a public service announcement on the fact that black children drowned more. And so you need to, right? And I said, four kids were supposed to come to this thing. And he was the only one who showed up. And so the question is, you know, was he cuter? Could he swim better? Was he a better actor? I don't know, but he showed up, okay? And then he jumped off the high dive and he's absolutely afraid of heights. And he jumped off for the money. And that public service announcement will go out and have a huge impact on people that I will never know or meet, right? And for him, he got to make money. I mean, that was his thing. I jumped, I said, you were afraid to jump off the diving board. And he goes, yeah, but I did it for the money, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, I tell, that's what I tell my business owners. If a 10-year-old can show up when they're not sure, if they can jump off a high dive for the money, isn't that what you're in business for, is the money. So be willing to make a mistake and show up and do what you need to do. You don't know the people that you impact. If you, if you see somebody do a good deed they don't know that you saw it they didn't do it for you but it makes an impact on you if you mm -hmm. show a kindness right so yes i mean some people want to have their name on the building or they want to have a foundation or they want to write a book or they want to do whatever and those are all really great things but sometimes it's the daily the accumulation of the daily things the ripples that you put out continuously that have the biggest impact on your legacy. Yeah, that that resonates because so many parents may choose to dedicate their lives to their child. And that may be really the crux of the legacy that they leave. 
what they do day in, day out with their child, maybe what they choose. So there is no comparing, as we said earlier in the in the session, there is no comparing whether yours is more worthy than mine. Right. And it's not based on how shiny it is or how publicly touted it right. is or anything like that. What we need is for you to just get some time to yourself, to do some introspection yes. and see what matters to you and then start lining things up so that you show up for those things. Yes, you got to show up. So you have a special uh, gift for our listeners that will help them with this legacy leaving, will help them to accelerate the output that they leave. Yes. Can you tell us a little about it? It, it and The name of it is um, Accelerate Your Productivity and Profit because I'm a business coach. But it's about, it's mainly about the one small change. It's about having you know, deciding what you want to be remembered for. Um, it is about looking at your limiting beliefs, being able to change those so that you can change the kind of life that you have. It is about how to make a successful change because change, we, we tend to do the thing that we know and it's hard to push through to the new things. And so the change module I think is really in, incredible. It made a big difference in me when I when I um, started losing weight. I, lo I lost 150 pounds, wow, and congrats. lessons that I learned during that time helped me. And you know, my mantra at that time was, "It doesn't matter how many times you fall down; it only matters how many times you get up and how fast." I mean, if you keep putting it off, it'll take you forever to lose the weight. So you gotta, you know. And so that is the gift. It's a video course. It doesn't take very long to go through. Um, and they can find it at productivitycoach.today. So I'll be putting the link to your course in the show notes. And I know you'll be sending that link to me. So everybody will know exactly where to go so that they can make the most out of this valuable resource that you are sharing with us. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure, Yvonne. All the best to you and to your family. You too. Bye-bye.